0: I knew you'd come. How oh, baby. Wanna wrestle? <laughs> We've got two words for ya!
1: Glorious! No, I won't give in, I won't give in Till I'm victorious!
0: Woo! You are listening to Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast with your host, The Supreme
1: Dream and the Irish Nightmare. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. I am the Irish Nightmare. And I am the Supreme Dream! It's been a while there, Nightmare. Yeah, feels like we've been away forever. I know, we we, we took I didn't necessarily mean to take a little bit of break, but... uh, we held off for a little bit, just uh, didn't really get to talk what we wanted to talk about. Uh, not only that, but
0: we had technical difficulties from our other location, a lot of static, so we're back to our original spot, Man Cave
1: Studios. <laughs> Man Cave Studios. I like the ring of that. Like the ring of that? Yeah. that like how it sounds Is that how you say it? it, I like the ring of that? Yeah Are you sure? I think so
0: I think we gotta Google it (laughs) Go to the stat sheet
1: (laughs) Mm, I don't know It's iffy (laughs) So uh, Since we've been gone There's been um, Some developments As far as Pay-per-view matches Being made Um, As far as The Upcoming elimination chamber In Two weeks I'm gonna call it this WWE is the good, the
0: bad, and the shitty. Well, what would the bad consist of if you have the good, the bad, and the shitty? Well, the shitty is god-awfulness. Okay. Bad is just, yeah, you know what. And then good is, you get that sometimes. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe
1: something <laughs> like that. Okay. But, um, all right, well, I mean, we might as well hop right into Monday Night Raw, which we haven't talked about in a while, so catch a... Uh, everyone up and catch ourselves up considering we haven't been talking about it since a week and a half. But uh starts out with John Cena and the and the Miz coming out as well, interrupting Cena when he's cutting a promo about uh about WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, anytime you put these two together you're gonna get microphone gold and you'll probably get some pretty good wrestling uh also. But yeah. these two can go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And really it, It doesn't get old as much as you hate... People hate Cena or as much as people... I mean, a lot of people are coming around more and more on The Miz Mm -hmm. nowadays, but, I mean, you put them two together, and they can can carry a conversation, and they can carry carry the... uh... Finish my sentence because I have something (laughs) whining in my goddamn ear. We have more technical difficulties on this damn show trying to record than anything else every fucking time <laughs> i swear what the fuck
1: i think you're just say carry the storyline or carry but uh, you're right i mean yeah it doesn't matter what it is they can uh they can definitely definitely keep it going so um with that there was then a, a stipulation put on to this match that they were going to have on Monday night raw and it was the loser enter the Elimination Chamber first.
0: Yeah. The, lo- in the ring. Between decided. Miz and Cena, whoever loses goes in first. You would think, I mean, if you were to put good money on this, you would think there it would be Cena because he is Mr. I'm going to be, he, he's the one Super that, Cena? Yeah, Super Cena. Super Cena, I didn't want to have to say, but <laughs> that's what he gets labeled, Super <laughs> Cena. And, I mean, you. I would have thought that something would have happened and the Miz would have hung on and... Cena would have been the one... I still think if Cena went on first, I think he still would have been the last three.
1: Yeah, Possibly absolutely.
0: the last two. I don't... Uh, I'm having a hard time with this Elimination Chamber. Maybe because they're being so fucking goofy with it, but I'm having a hard time trying to figure out who exactly... It's going to be a hard to pick. I have an idea. I think everyone has an idea of who you think is going to win... But, they're doing a good enough job to mask it. Put so, a little
1: smoke screen in front of you, trying and get and, a little bit
0: of a doubt. And maybe you even swerve it a little bit, and maybe the the one that everyone thinks is going to win
1: doesn't. I mean, Which would be nice. A, a, a very nice change up from what they're used to it doing. It would be nice. So, anyway, Cena, again,
0: puts no one over on his path to WrestleMania, and Miz loses. Miz is first in. But I think Miz now has the op- I think Miz now has the first oppor- the a good opportunity to go to top 3 like yes. the last three guys.
1: Well, the funny thing about then later later in the night we find out with There was
0: only Seth Seth Rollins. maybe 3 or 4 memorable moments in all of Raw.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean and Raw, like uh, I said the Seth Rollins one is another one where him weaseling, or I guess you wouldn't really call it weaseling his yeah, way Yeah, you and, can't call you can't call face weaseling. Yeah, but I mean, getting his way into uh, the Elimination Chamber match and being now the seventh guy in the match. So now they're going to start off with three instead of the two. Or are they... Well, uh, uh, the tweet we put out earlier in the week—that was all me, was, by the way. Was all the any bizarre, dream. any bizarre tweet and like things that you're like, what the fuck is this guy talking? That's
0: always me. Yeah. If but- you follow us on Twitter, then you get something. Fuck. I'm also the one that goes out and talks to people. So if you get a if you get a response or a tweet from us, it's usually me. Yeah. I get bored at work or I get bored when I'm at home, and I like to talk wrestling with people because.
1: God knows the fiance doesn't want to talk fucking wrestling, <laughs> but suspending them in a uh, in a pod above the ring uh, had me laughing. That was a pretty good one. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I mean, you assume
0: I, they're just going to start out with a triple threat. That's what everyone's saying, and I mean, it makes the most sense unless you put two guys in one pod, <laughs> yeah. and have them bet. You just put Elias and Strowman in one pod, <laughs> and you don't even need a countdown because Strowman's definitely going to break through it. Yeah. Yeah, but Which I mean, he's going to do anyway.
1: The funny thing is about about the Elimination Chamber, and I wasn't thinking it about the men's, I was thinking about the women's just because of the uh, opportunity. In my head, I thought, why don't they just add more, make it a fatal four way to start out the Elimination Chamber and have four in the pods, four in the ring. You know what I mean? And just build, because I feel bad for Nia Jax, the, the crap match they put her in against Asuka at the pay per view. You think uh, that's a crap match? Well, no, 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 no. Not in that sense that the quality of the match itself. In just the storyline of, oh well, here you go. This is just something to get you on the card. Um, and you you give something to Asuka to do. I just, I mean, I, I not gonna feel be it if she like it was. Her. No, no, no. I feel like it was presented that way, like how it came off to me as I was watching Raw. Um, I would much rather see her in the chamber. Then I mean, you always want to see the most dominant people in. Yeah, of course. The chamber. That's why
0: it was always good to see. Like uh, Kane was always pretty good in the chamber. Taker was good in the exactly. chamber. Exactly. You get the big. Well, Strowman. I'm sure. Will yeah. will be. A hell of a show. Yeah. I'm sure, he'll throw a lot of people against every which. This is a whole match of a big weapon, and he yeah. is
1: proven to be the king of weaponry. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, and, and and ones you didn't think. They're weapons you didn't think you would ever see in wrestling, and all of a sudden they come out. But, I'm pissed that no one answered that my question about that tweet. <laughs> I wanted to see what kind of weapons they thought was going to be his next in his arsenal. You just have to pull something really ridiculous, and that's what it's going to be, basically, at this point. I want to see him become the master of nunchucks. Okay. <laughs> that would bring it. Uh, you know what? I bet you he's awesome at it because... Yeah, but you're good at a like grappling. Hook. Oversized nunchucks, <laughs> like he puts bricks on chains, and those are his nunchucks. Cinder blocks on chains. <laughs> but uh, like I said, with the women, I, I thought, add it. and then all of a sudden they add Seth. And I'm going, ooh, well this is even better because now the men's got more interesting. Adding the Architect and one of the best wrestlers on in the company. Um, so. Now I'm ho- I would kind of hope they'd add one more. Because <laughs> seven, that uneven number, I think eight would be even better. Yeah. But who do you add? That's really it. Uh, when is the pay-per-view? In two weeks?
0: Two weeks, yeah. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, but I would doubt it. I mean, I really don't think. I doubt it, too. I think the only reason Seth got in was because the, he had nothing else to do. Yeah, with the injury to... Jason Jordan yeah and there's really it, there really is limited I mean this this is gonna have to be an hour and a half long match because the the rest of the card oh no you have two two eliminations. yeah you Chambers. have two elimination James never mind I misspoke yeah. but yeah, you still have, you only
1: have five matches right one two three four tag match women's match both do Chambers. we have a tag match I, I just automatically assumed a tag match yeah the bar versus maybe the revival yeah
0: I doubt they're gonna do that for or maybe, the club or the club. Maybe a triple threat tag team match. Yeah, they like triple threat matches and adding as many people in the matches as possible now.
1: Yeah, trying to get as many people on the. Well, they don't
0: have any other tag teams on the roster, so
1: no, yeah, that's I pretty mean, much it. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's only four matches. Um, What's the fifth match? If you have tag, women's, and and two chambers, tag because they're not defending the universal title. Yeah, that's fucking retarded shocker that they're not, but they're not. So I mean what's your I, I mean you're really gonna do four matches? Um I'm, I mean because uh, nah, then you gotta have a pre show match because
0: we got two of uh <laughs> Yeah, well, it's hard. I don't know. It's well hard. no, it's not it shouldn't be hard. It should well, be I mean, easy. It's hard for them. They make it hard. They make them it themselves.
1: hard, yes. That's what I meant. You'll
0: probably get Titus Worldwide versus um the bar again. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. But, Which I'm okay
0: with. I am starting to come around on Apollo.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm his, still
0: I'm still waiting to see with him. Um, his talent's really starting to shine. And him with Titus is,
1: and Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke is really starting to work. That that catchphrase the Cruz Cruise can't lose. Oh, I love that. It was great. I thought that, <laughs> was I, great. I thought
0: that automatically was putting him over. Yeah. I had him winning the match.
1: Yeah, it was uh, that was great. So We seem to have gotten off track. Yeah, with Raw. That now, doesn't ever happen with us, does it? No, never. That's the first. We skipped over a bunch of shit on Raw. But, well, got... but we were just basically talking about the Elimination Chamber. So we covered a lot of different areas on Raw in that one thing. But, like you said, with the, a couple different high spots overall in the three-hour show, the one big one was Elias in the ring doing his normal... I was gonna go somewhere else crab. first, but but this is the first one that stuck out. Besides, the oh yeah, this thing. was the this was bigger than the the main event match itself.
0: <laughs> this was this had everyone up in arms because this was so fucking shocking and hysterical at the same time. Yeah, and yeah, like you never thought you were gonna see. Well, Elias comes out, you figure Strowman's gonna come out. Yeah,
1: absolutely, but not the way he came out.
0: No, he sits down with a fucking stand-up bass slash cello, whatever the hell it was. And begins to sing a song. Actually has a heavenly voice. And fucking... They go back and forth. Strowman then comes down to the ring. Elias runs out. Fucking... These two... And the, the, it's a shame that these two... Are, are. It's a shame and it's not a shame. Because these two being put together is great. But it almost makes you feel like now... These two are gonna be locked up in a feud, and neither of neither of them are gonna. Yeah, we got the fucking the fucking animal kingdom is outside of the fucking man cave right now. We got dogs barking and whining. Yep, they fucking join the club. What are, you, what are we talking? We're not talking about Roman Reigns. You don't have to bark. The fucking big dog is hungry. Who who? The fucking big dog is hungry. That yeah, should make it a lot more interesting, huh? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen out there in the listening universe, this show has become a complete clusterfuck. (laughs)
1: We can't fucking catch a break when we're trying to record this goddamn show. But anyway... But like you were saying, I mean, I completely agree. I thought it was something different, another piece to add to the character of Braun Strowman. Um, Yet another
0: layer upon layer of this guy, what this guy, they're letting him do is... I don't know who's feeding them the lines or whatnot, but... If they are, or if they're not, they letting them run with this it? guy's coming off as a fucking genius.
1: Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I thought it was great. He's a badass. He's fucking a f- comical.
0: He's he's a little bit of everything right now. And then he's a fu- and, and he's a
1: monster who can just completely destroy in the, people.
0: In the mixed match challenge, you got him with Alexa Bliss, and they're fucking a, a love duo too. So this guy's got he's got everything.
1: He really does, which is why he should have the strap.
0: Yeah. Uh. Instead he, of Brock he, Lesnar. He, or Roman Reigns or anyone for that. He should he had three shots of beating Lesnar. He should have beat him the first time. That should have been it.
1: You're right. Absolutely. It should have been a squash was that? match. Was that the fatal four-way, right? Is that the first time when they were? I believe so, Yeah. Yeah, yeah I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it
0: was when he drove him through both tables. Exactly. And Lesnar had to be carried out and then came back as the hero because he's the beast incarnate. You're going to Suplex City, and I'm the mayor of Suplex City, and you didn't vote for me, so you're going to get a suplex. I'm Brock Lesnar. Heyman, you carry on the rest because I can't speak for myself. I can't even show up half the
1: time. I'm so busy out in Minnesota. (laughs) That was a pretty good Minnesota accent. I know. I know. You sound like you're fucking shocked. <laughs> well, anyway. some of the voices that come out of you, I kind of am, yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm sick and tired of fucking Brock Lesnar. I'm sick and tired of what they're letting him and allowing him to do, becoming the biggest fucking waste of time, money, and talent. He squashes talent that he shouldn't. He holds a title that he shouldn't. He shouldn't be there anymore. Let him go. And what is he doing for you? Oh, He's, he was the revenue and fucking viewership. Every time you put Lesnar in a main event, it's so fucking great. Well, here's the thing. I don't give a fuck anymore because I'm so sick and tired of Brock Lesnar being fucking the god of WWE. He left you. He didn't give a flying fuck. He was at the top of his game. He left you. He didn't fucking care. He went off to pursue other things. And he did it with his cocky, arrogant fucking smirk. He didn't give a flying fuck. So let's let's bring him back. And we'll give him the fucking title. Because he wants to face fucking Goldberg at Wrestlemania. So let's back off the plans. It was originally supposed to be fucking Jericho and KO. For the fucking title. But let's back that off. Let's give it to the fucking guy that doesn't want to fucking come around anymore. This is an episode where I'm going to go off (laughs) it. And I'm just going to fucking tell you what fucking bothers me about this fucking company. That's probably tops. I could care less if Roman Reigns wins the goddamn title. I actually would like it. At least he'll be
1: around. You can put him in some meaningful feuds. You can bring the title back to relevance. Yeah. I'm out of breath. Please take over. It's the same thing what happened... When The Rock came back after Hollywood, and they had this big heel, and it was a special event that The Rock was there, and they had to keep The Rock, and then he went away, and then he'd come back again, like, I don't understand why WWE officials and uh, brass get a hard-on for all these part-time guys that used to be big, and are a little past their prime, and want them to have these programs, yet... They're not there every night. They're not there every Monday, every every pay per view. They don't defend the title. It's every night. Un- they're not
0: there. They're not even there. Fucking for a full <clears> month. <throat> when was the last time? Lesnar you saw him at the Royal Rumble?
1: You're not going to see him again for what? You're not going to see him at the Chamber. It's going to be Mania. Well, no, that's not true. You'll see him. You'll up see him. Mania. Lead him up. Yeah. Like every now weeks? and then. Yeah. But whoever
0: wins Chamber, you'll see Heyman first, and then you'll see Lesnar. The next week, and then he won't be there, and then he'll be there the week before fucking mania.
1: Yeah, but it, it's I don't get, I just don't get it. I don't get the appeal. Like, look, Brock Lesnar is he is he an amazing, phenomenal athlete? Of course he is, and so is The Rock and all that. But that doesn't mean shit when you don't care about this business. Of wrestling, you don't care. You clock in. You do. You stand there, bounce up and down. Let Paul Heyman talk for you. Maybe wrestle a match every couple months, and then you're out for another couple months. They're not even good matches anymore. Well, no, because what who you're going up against? Like, if at least if you're going to do it, put them up against like Joe. And I like the he Strowman did. Lesnar and thing. That was
0: actually a pretty good match. And that's Joe, what I'm
1: saying. Joe carried him. That's what I'm saying, and I like the the whole thing between him and Strowman. That's what i rather watch at WrestleMania. I don't want to see Reigns, well, if you're going to give Reigns a title, then give Reigns a title and let Brock he, split, like we said. And get over it. Yeah, And then have exactly. fucking
0: Strowman beat him the next night.
1: Exactly, which is fine, but... That'll never happen,
0: Reigns will hold on to that title for fucking four years.
1: I, I don't, yeah, I I, I don't, can't touch on that yet, but... No, I just... I agree with you with all that, with Goldberg, and I... Yeah, it's... a Goldberg. Wow, I said Goldberg. Brock. But he's the same thing. It's another one. It's another thing of of the big guy, the part-timer, coming in and just basically taking over from all the guys that are there every day. You know what I mean? It's a pain in the ass, and they need to stop doing it. I I just don't get it. No. I
0: mean, I... A lot of people don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. But right now, it is what it is. We'll get back to the topic at hand, and that was Monday Night Raw. That was... Well, we were going over Strowman and Elias. Yeah. That was probably the biggest... It was the biggest moment on Raw, which... (laughs) I mean, that's the thing about Raw. I mean, Raw and now SmackDown's following trend. They're relying less on actual wrestling and good matches. They're relying more on the story. The entertainment aspect. The the They're going back to the attitude era style. The drama which they don't need
1: to with this this talent pool of WWE.
0: No, because they haven't all been proven to be great promo and on the mic and guys like that, or even like really great gimmicks. There's maybe only one or two, maybe three gimmicks. Yeah. That are actually gimmicks. But I mean with that being said, Strowman is one Strowman and Elias are two that you can bounce off one another, and... I mean, the match will probably be decent, but it's what leads up to the match, but that'll be great. But it pretty much takes them out of contention for Elimination Chamber. That's what we were getting at. Yeah. And next... I mean, another big moment on Raw and a big match that I took away was uh, Sasha versus Bailey.
1: Yes. Yeah. I I mean, I loved... I mean, and it's obviously... I I mean, mean, there were so many different ways they could have taken this one and I was actually kind of um disappointed after the match because the second that she got beat that sasha got beat in my head I'm going all right heel turn here here comes the heel turn yeah, but it could have it I mean I wanted it so bad cause so I, which because I was for Sasha yeah like I want to see the heel sasha and anyone who watched sasha in NxT and seen how good of a heel she really was um, I mean, and, and to a smaller part when she came up, but mostly in NXT, she's an amazing heel. And do I want to see Bailey as a heel? Yeah, because I want to see, see how she is, because we've never seen that. See how diverse she can be. Exactly, see if she can pull it off. But you know Sasha can, because she's so good at it, that, um, yeah, I was looking for her to fake shake hands or fake hug, whatever, and beat the hell out of Bailey, and then all of a sudden Nia Jax comes out and beats the hell out of them both instead yeah I thought that was a weird way to take it I mean Nia saying that she just beat them both
0: up in six seconds (laughs) Seconds or or whatever whatever it was but they took Asuka I mean that was an interesting way to go at it I mean I don't know if it's it doesn't really matter but here's the thing I don't think they're giving you that on Raw although that would have been great heat for Sasha had she turned on Bailey. In, in her hometown. In her hometown, exactly. but they still get locked in the chamber and they still have some time to. Uh, it seems like they're they're slow building this one.
1: Yeah, you're right. They are, they are, and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe because it, maybe it's going to pay off in the long run.
0: Hell, at least they have storylines going on fucking Raw. Yeah, that's true for the women.
1: I mean, uh, is that. Is that really the last one as far as Raw last thing you really want to talk about well did we go
0: over who won the match of the Elimination Chamber qualifier the Fatal 4-Way no, no Fatal 5-Way
1: Fatal 5-Way we did not no I mean that was Which,
0: a pretty good match They everyone pretty much had their part and everyone pretty much I do want to say kudos to fucking San Jose for actually participating participating in the delete chain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I always listen for it. And I'm always like, well, you can really tell the fucking crowd that you're in, but it's a California crowd.
1: Yes. It's yeah. good. It's yeah. going to
0: be good. And they did. And you saw they cut to the crowd and there was actually a decent amount of people doing it.
1: Yes. It was I back like, and forth. It was Matt Hardy and crowd, Matt Hardy. And And crowd. here's yes. what
0: I don't get. I mean, it's only going to die if you let it, I mean, you have to, if people are, the, the, the problem I have with fans, well, that's are so fucking impatient. Like that, like watching a good match that you know is going to be a good match, but they don't, they don't have a build or anything like that. The crowd just doesn't get into it. They don't care. They only no. want to see the flash. You're they right. Only... They want
1: to see. A, a, they want instant gratification right now. Give it to me now. All right, yeah. Matt Hardy's in WWE. Break them. I want them broken right now. Let's not build it. You know what I mean. And and introduce it to the people that don't know it. Let's just jump right into it. You know what I mean? I didn't... Look, did I think it took a little long? Yeah, it probably took a little longer than, than it, it probably had Legalities to. Legalities and everything led it that of, way. Though. Of course. But am uh, more
0: talking about the patience of a match. Like, they don't even want to see a match build. They just want high spot at their high spot at their high spot. At their, it just... It, when you watch some of these matches that are, like, really good technical matches, the crowd's asleep. The crowd's on their hand. You're right. They're, they're, it's just so bizarre to see, like... I just don't get it, honestly. I mean, there's great wrestling going on, and the people are fucking... They could care less. Just because it's not fucking their favorite guy or girl, or uh, it's not just dive after dive after dive. Or tables or
1: something like that. Yeah, no. Like, what the fuck? I think that's a... That is more of being a surrender... Surrendering to the moment that is our... This basic time is because everyone has a short attention span at this point with cell phones and all you're bored all right get my cell phone out look on you know what I mean it's just people want they just there's no attention span whatsoever so the second they get bored they check out no one, like you said with the patients no one get, can get invested or wants to be invested they just want to be oh no you should pull me in i shouldn't have to buy into the storyline and pay attention you should have to do it for me. You know what I mean? That's the thing that pisses me off. Is, come on, you're there for a wrestling match. Like, granted, I know that the entertainment's a part of it, but you gotta look at what these guys and girls are doing in this ring and telling the story without even getting on the mic
0: yeah you'll get fucking the will be in technical holds you'll get this is boring chant or cm punk fucking chance i can't fucking take it anymore (laughs) with the stupid fucking chance that they do and then it's like they just sit there and then you fucking throw out the this is awesome chant when they did fucking maybe a good three sequences of moves yes like come on guys like I get it, you're excited to be there. This is awesome, whatever. But fucking save it for. I mean, the, the, the fucking crowds are so fucking bizarre.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. Like, ro- do they
0: understand what the fuck they're watching? I, I yeah. Is it I, half the time I don't fucking know, or is it fucking Vince hitting buttons in the back? Eh, we need. This is awesome, Chance. Yeah, yeah, ciphering in, ciphering, Chance. Yeah. <laughs> like he I know. hits
1: the wrong button and you get like a fucking fart noise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, what the fuck was that? I, yeah, I agree with you. I, I I'm, and. Both of us are big CM Punk fans, but I'm sick and tired of the CM Punk chant. Just like you are, I don't get it. If you think it's um, oh, funny thanks. because because you know that the back don't want to hear it anymore, so you're just gonna do it just to do it. That makes no sense. Makes no sense to chant CM Punk for two random wrestlers who are in the ring who have nothing to do with Punk. Uh, it's it just it makes no sense, and it's a it's a chant that needs to die quick. And uh, should have been it dead just, by now. It should have been. It should have been dead, long gone. So yeah, I just, I, I agree with you. I can't stand that. So going back again, because
0: we get so fucking sidetracked when we do this. The end of the match leaves everyone kind of like in the, duh, like <laughs> in the confusion because Baylor and Rollins both pin Bray Wyatt. Yes, I thought that was stupid, but that's beside the point. I feel like this one. The, I'm okay with Rollins being in the match, and of course I'm okay with Balor being in the match, but the way that they did it, feel like it was just like, uh, well, we have, we have no other way to, to get you in here, so we'll we're just going to do it like this. We're just going to do it like this. We're yeah. just going to have you both pin them, and we'll figure it out afterwards. Yeah. And we'll go off air with everyone being confused, so now everyone has to go over to fucking Facebook Live to find out. Like, if you don't have Facebook or you don't know to go on the Facebook, I mean, I mean I'm mean i in the m- minority on this one, but... Yeah. Because everyone's always on that shit anyway, but like, it's just the booking is just so questionable with how they want to do things.
1: No, I agree. I, um, I actually, the product I really, could be good. I didn't really have a problem with the finish because it was something different. Um, no,
0: it really wasn't something different.
1: A, a, a a dual pin. You know what I mean? And that we haven't seen that. That that hasn't. Happened in a while now, but Here's now confusion though, of both guys who gets in. Okay, I get that. You're right. They've done that You gotta restart the match at that point.
0: You can't have Which two is guys what guys I thought was pin. gonna happen.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah, but if you restart the
0: match, and it, it, what is this just gonna keep happening over and over again? Because obviously they wanted both of these guys in there,
1: and they have no other clue of how to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, and or there's also the other option of maybe there is a plan. Maybe there's a reason they're doing this. The one thing look it seems like it's a fly by the city of your pants type fight. I know yeah, it but does. That's just me. I know it does. And the one thing I'll I'll always defend Triple H on as far as the way he sees a company. If you've ever watched the Stone Cold podcast and listen to what he says about the company, about people complaining about booking and complaining about who they push and who they don't push. He always talks about wrestling being a chapter of a book every week's a different chapter and it, it's always and it, there's always something coming the week after there's always a new chapter there's always a new page to be turned so yes we yes do we get impatient and we think it should have been done this way or or it looks like a half-assed explanation what well, can i give you this my match? can
0: i give you my rebuttal to that saying mm-hmm. the book is written already the book has already been planned out and written the book isn't just thrown together, page after page. like ah. No, no,
1: I mean, because it change, it can change that easily. It can be ripped out and something new written, and it's happened multiple, multiple times, and often happens two minutes before they go on, or even in the middle of a match. Well, here's the problem with that.
0: Now you've planned for something this whole time, and you're trying to throw something together
1: at the last second. Yeah, but we don't know that. We're saying that because that's how it appears. That's what it looked well, like. If it, if it, if you have control over it, and this wasn't the way it was supposed to appear, then yeah. maybe you do a better job about it. Well, I mean, I'll give you that, but I mean, I just, I I'm, I often take the wait and see thing and see how it goes because Raw right now is a lot better than SmackDown is. Uh, yeah, but that's not saying much. I mean, it's really not saying much at all. I mean, if you're
0: going to say anything, NXT is better than both. Well, yeah. And two hundred five is going to creep up on their asses real quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the only problem with that is that the drumming up interest on two hundred five live because the again the fans fucking don't even sound like they're there. I mean, maybe they're not. Maybe the only the four first four rows are there.
1: Yeah, and that's the problem. You can hijack a show. Fans can hijack a show and take over take over the show like they do after WrestleMania. In a good way. In a, in a good way. And then you have the, the fans that hijack a show without even doing anything. With sitting on your hands, not reacting. The superstars come out, their music hits. No one stands. Nothing. No one cheers. You get nothing. You hear crickets. And you ruin the, the whole experience of what their entrance is, what the match is, the storytelling, they run off of you. The, that's how they know what they're doing good, what they're doing bad, change it up, <laughs> do something different. They gauge the reaction of fans to how the match is going. So if you're sitting on your hands, not making any noise, you're screwing up the whole match and the, and the whole presentation of people watching at home. Like, it's the worst. And that's exactly what happened at 205 Live this week. It's, yeah, and it happens. And they were good
0: matches. It happens every week. With the,
1: I mean, but I mean, the thing with that
0: is got to hope that now that Triple H is taking over, I mean, the product has already gotten better. I mean, it's fucking, In the three been, weeks he has control, so, it's been it's exponentially better. better. Yeah, Absolutely. It's already gotten better. There's already more action and less fucking garbage and shit like that. Yeah. Because it was taking a complete and utter downward spiral. Yes, and it was going absolutely nowhere. You lost two big competitors to not liking the product and not liking how they're being used. And then you got other guys that are fucking being scumbags or Mm -hmm. allegedly being not doing things the right way. So you're losing guys and you're fumbling around for a fucking how to
1: save this product. And finally someone with some <laughs> from fuck. from the grace of god comes the XFL and Vince McMahon turns his head and says Hunter I need you to do this and walks away and now Hunter is in charge and why, look what happened why
0: Vince McMahon would ever think he's good at booking one type of guy and one type of guy only and it's the big bruiser brawler the guy the batistas the ortons the, Hunter. the, the lesners Hunter. The Hunter yeah cena Seen it, yeah. He's good at pushing those guys because they could, they could pretty much do it on their own. Yeah, they don't need McMahon telling them shit. Yeah, he's just there as the puppet master. He's like the Queen England in that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's a figurehead.
0: He he doesn't have to do much. They just fucking go out and do whatever. They know what they're doing. Yeah, but. To have him in charge of 205, the cruiserweight division, and think that there was a shot in hell that he was going to be able to make that succeed. Because you already saw it playing out. Oh, you got the lover's quarrel. He started out with fucking Cedric <laughs> Alexander and Alicia Fox and Rich Swan. Yeah. And then it transferred over to fucking uh, Nia Jax and Enzo. Yeah. Stupid. It's all fucking. You're ruining two different divisions in one fell swoop. You're making Nia Jax look like a punk and you're fucking trying to build.
1: And I God kind of Maury. liked I kind of liked that in the no. back. Dumb. I liked it because I You're... liked seeing Naya's personality other than the beast. You know what I mean? The the monster. like she's still a woman. Yeah, <laughs> like no, no, she's no, no, still no. a woman. Uh, so don't,
0: don't get don't try and spin my fucking words like that. <laughs> I don't think because she does it on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and yeah. all that. She can do it there. I mean, you get to see how she's a normal and great person. Yeah. But when she's trying to. Build a persona persona as a dominant force.
1: And I see what you're saying. And don't do that on
0: camera where it's part of your show where you're going to waste 20 minutes of time where she's going to bring soup to this (laughs) douchebag. Here's a better idea pile drive the douchebag and then dump the soup on his head. Now you're still badass, but you just kick someone's ass that we don't like. So, anyway. Moving on again. We're going to go to... Right to SmackDown Live. Right right to SmackDown Live. And SmackDown Live is losing... I don't know if it has traction anymore. The
1: tread on the tires. Seven weeks in a row. Seven weeks in a row, it has steadily lost ratings. More and more and more for the past seven weeks. Hmm. That's how bad SmackDown Uh, has been doing.
0: I know, I know. A good way to save it. I know a way to jump ratings. We'll do a half-ass top ten list.
1: (laughs) that's <laughs>
0: gonna fucking put ratings up fucking tenfold
1: that um I, I put it as soon as it went out last week or the, no not this past week but the week before when it when it started yeah, what we meant to try and when we were going supposed we um fucked. I put out a tweet that this gimmick will not last uh it's it's a joke it's a popularity thing it has it has no bearing on the meaning of any matches as far, even though they're saying, oh, well, this will determine if we need a number one contender, blah, blah, blah. No, it's absolutely ridiculous, and no one is going to buy into it. No one's going to care. You can have your superstars tweet about it and argue about it on on Twitter and, and Facebook and all, all you want. No one's buying it. and It becomes a just petty
0: argument that makes no sense about who the fuck... And Randy Orton pretty much summed it up perfectly. He doesn't care about a fucking top ten list. Yeah. Neither should anybody else. No. Absolutely not. Who the hell cares if your peers, your quote-unquote peers, meaning fucking Road dog and fucking whoever, whoever else is behind the table back there makes this fucking, Putting that list in. Yeah. Putting that list in. Oh, of course fucking AJ Styles and Charlotte are one and two. Yeah. But if you were to look at who's actually won... Rusev. Would be Rusev.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: 100%. Absolutely. So this is the stupidest fucking thing. Yeah. You're going to put... You made an argument for the sake of argument for no reason whatsoever, and the argument was that this is a dumb fucking list. Why the hell is it even
1: existing? Because we know how great lists can be. Yes.
0: Well, there's only one list that
1: actually matters. Exactly. And that list is traveling the world, rocking out right now. <laughs> but anyway, with that, like, it's just another way for them to try and... Push the people they want to push, not get the people over that you want to get over. It it just doesn't make sense what SmackDown's doing. I mean, they're they're trying
0: to mimic Raw almost in every facet, but they're doing it in the worst way. It's because Raw is on before you. I don't know if they know this, but Raw sets the standard, and they have to live up to it. If they mimic it, they're not doing a fucking thing, and they do it in a lesser way. Try and maybe, here's a fucking idea, I don't know if it'll it'll hold any water or anything, but maybe do something completely different than Raw. Maybe actually make some meaningful fucking matches and storylines leading up to WrestleMania. That would be the first off. Right now you have no fucking challenger for Charlotte. Yeah, and which you have we nothing, thought- and you have Rousey fucking signing for Raw. Yeah. So how much fucking sense does that make? Unless you're gonna do some sort. There is no, no There's not even a number one contender's fucking uh, even. There's not. There's not even an inkling for it. Yeah. You have no one there that is challenging for a women's championship who hasn't really defended a title in I don't know what
1: two months maybe. Yeah. Well, and we thought, or we were talking about before the Rumble, thought because all those six women tags and all that. That, all right, once the Rumble comes, they're going to get the Rumble over with. They're focusing on that. And then, okay, it's startup time. It's get the number one contender out there, blah, blah. And it still hasn't happened. So now, yes, we're going on two months of them not doing anything with the women's title or the division in itself. Yeah, I mean, you, exactly. have, you have one match.
0: It's not even a a really good match. It's just a match. It's a filler match at this point. You're putting Mm -hmm. one of your top stars in filler matches. I mean, she's got plenty of competition on that show. Could she have more? Are they in desperate need for a superstar shakeup? Yes, and yes. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, at least make a fucking attempt. If there's anything to do, fucking turn Becky heel or have Charlotte turn heel again because Charlotte actually is a really good heel.
1: Yeah, she is.
0: And have them feud, and now you have something to actually look forward to. And then, while they're feuding, you still have a Money in the Bank briefcase that could always come into play, which I hope comes into play sooner rather than later, just so you can spice things up on What I don't want to see is Carmella cash in. I hope she wins, but I don't want her to drop it right away. Yeah. I want them to actually put some effort into their women's division that they worked so fucking hard for. Because right now, Raw is just continuously getting better. Because, I hate to say it, they have much more talent over there. They have much more... They have better writing for the women's division. They have better storylines set up. Your
1: supplemental girls like the DeVille and... um... Uh, Mandy Rose and, and then Mandy you have Rose Nicky James Well the, the two Brooke. new ones are the ones that, that really I'm and they're looking put at over. Exactly. And they're getting up there. Like where the Riot Squad's supplemental pieces aren't. They're really not coming over as well as Absolutions is. So like ah. man. Eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago, this was the complete opposite. We were bitching and moaning about how Monday Night Raw wasn't doing anything because it didn't look good. It didn't, from what the storylines they were booking and pushing, it just didn't look good. And then you got to the Royal Rumble and you're
0: like, oh, wait, here we go. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's plenty. Raw took back over in the women's department, actually in the whole show department of mm-hmm. better shows. Raw comes in and they actually, after Royal Rumble, they set up. Yeah. It helps that they have an elimination chamber. Of course. And they actually, they they made a woman's elimination chamber, which was genius. I'm already on record, if you listen, I said that. But they're making interfeuds through TV, which is what you're supposed to do. They're not just doing stupid one-off matches. Every week it's... Charlotte versus Sarah Logan. It's Charlotte versus Liv Morgan. I'm pretty sure that th- this upcoming week is going to be Charlotte versus Ruby Riott. Yeah, and then it's going to be Charlotte versus all three. And then it's going to be someone dressed as Charlotte versus three <laughs> people that kind of look like the Riot Squad. It's going. At, you got Becky Lynch. You got Naomi. You got uh, Hart. You got fucking Carmella, Mm -hmm. you have Lana, Mm -hmm. you have all these people. Tamina got hurt, yeah, so she's out, which sucks. But you have a women's division. What are you doing? You got two hours, and you're filling that other hour and 50 minutes up with complete garbage.
1: Yeah, not to mention having to make it most weeks the Shane McMahon show. Oh, and it's so funny.
0: I mean, I'm still pretty new to twitter Mm -hmm. and this whole thing i know it seems like i'm an absolute professional at this point in time (laughs) which thank you guys i am but i mean it's just so funny reading wrestling fans and how alike and how different a lot of people are like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people that think the same way as you i mean and there was actually something up saying like will this be the the week that shane mcmahon doesn't open the fucking show this is going to show you that if you're not going to even hint towards anything, then get him off the fucking TV. Yeah. Because right now, he's just annoying the hell out of people.
1: Yeah. If you're not going to do Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, which I hate to tell a lot of people, Daniel Bryan's not wrestling for WWE ever again. Um, I don't, there's no way in hell. I don't see it happening. I hope I'm terribly, terribly wrong. I was wrong about my, my, Royal Rumble pick because I swore up and down it was going to be Daniel Bryan as a surprise pick and I was wrong about that. And it looks like that he's not coming back if that's the case. Because I can't see any other time, a more perfect time than the Rumble to have him come back and then all of a sudden you it, start building it. It
0: wouldn't have set up that way. if it wouldn't it, The way that they're still... Well, I mean just
1: it, just the fact of him, him getting back in, in the ring. No, you didn't have to do anything with Shane McMahon that night. I'm just saying the surprise of... Oh shit! He's actually able to compete, and they're gonna let him compete. That would have been my point.
0: It would have given it away too early, though. There's still there's still a chance. I still I still think there's a better chance of him getting in the ring with Shane McMahon, even though he didn't show up in the Rumble. If he would have showed up in the Rumble, it would have been a shoo-in. Like, oh, okay, well he's definitely wrestling someone. He's in the ring right now. He's yeah. The, this is still a build. Up. The the thing is that it shouldn't absorb the whole show. It
1: shouldn't be three segments. On the show of Daniel should, Bryan Yeah, and it Shane should be McMahon. a start,
0: a middle, and then some filler in between, and then at the end. Mm-hmm. More shit. Yeah. You have... We didn't even say how fucking SmackDown let off. We just no. went right into a rant. No, because it, it's bothering
1: fine. us. It's, it, it bothers us because, especially the way we were talking about it, like I said, two months ago, how great and how much credit we were giving SmackDown... The way they were, at one point, were going, because they were better. And it was, but with all that B-show talk coming out of the Survivor Series, they were better at that point. And it's annoying to now see the same talent. Nothing has changed, yet the, the entire show is of different.
0: Of course, everything now has
1: Yes, exactly. Nothing has changed talent-wise,
0: because there's been no... Actually, Raw, I think, lost more guys. Mm-hmm. To injury and whatnot. Oh, yeah.
1: Ambrose, is, Ambrose went out. Ambrose, Joe. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Jason Jordan.
0: They're losing more guys, but yet
1: Smackdown, Everyone's stepping up. Every, yeah. The, it's
0: next man up on that, on that show. This show, it's no men are standing... Or women are standing at all. It's Shane McMahon just throwing his fucking cock around. <laughs> so you have a storyline that was originally Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They mm-hmm. were... Together, they're friends, now they're going up against AJ Styles, this whole thing. Then Shane puts in, and then Daniel Bryan puts in, and they are on the same page one week, and then they're button heads the next week, but then again, they're magically friends, and they respect each other. So this goes, a shitty match that really wasn't that well put together at Royal Rumble, leads over to Kevin Owens having to face Sami Zayn, which, fucking what, I don't even remember what the fuck happened in that match. And, the Sami zayn yeah, Owens oh, match? Sammy, Sami Zayn-Owens were putting on a fucking five-star match, and then they ruin it by having Styles interfere in the match. Yes. Okay, blah, blah, blah. So now this week comes out, and now there's... A returning Dolph Ziggler from what... I don't even know what he was returning from. He was returning from... From leaving. No, from leaving the just, United
1: States title. That he was apparently done, that he didn't want to do it anymore. He just left. He and won the title back. and he left. for no. He didn't give anyone
0: a reason. No one knows the reason. I guess there is speculation that he was holding out for a fucking contract. Whatever. Yeah. And he got fucking Baron Corbin. I guess his qualifier to get into the fucking title picture was to beat fucking Ty Dillinger. Yeah, I guess. That was the qualifier? Because that's the last thing he did. That was the last thing he did, was beat yeah. Ty Dillinger. And I'm not saying anything against Ty's, Ty Dillinger. That's another talent that they have that they don't use. Wasting. Yeah. That with with Mojo, you got Ty Dillinger. You got guys that want to work. And, I mean, they're doing well at live shows. But what is the point of having all these live shows if nothing is going to carry over to TV? Yeah. TV is where you make your money. Live shows are fun and all. But TV is where you make your money. You, you, you if you don't nuts. have
1: people watching on TV and invested on TV, they're not going to come to the live shows. There's
0: people that like they're just like ah, I'll catch up on SmackDown later. I'm not going to like. Yeah. I mean, people still watch it, but they don't watch. They're not driven to watch it. Raw is driven to be watched. More Raw, recently, yes. yes,
1: yes, yes, more recently.
0: Which, if you have two shows that are competing with each other, your product is fueling fire. Your mm-hmm. product is succeeding. SmackDown has to know this. There is so many people that are competent in that company that someone has to know how bad this is being portrayed. And if they're building for... It looks like they're building for Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Yeah, you're right. They're starting to break that up, which I'm pissed off about because I wanted that to go a different way. I wanted them to actually not be the same thing that they did over and over again. But, I mean, that seems to be the route that they're taking. But why have Baron Corbin... And Dolph Ziggler added to this match. Just because they had to add more people to an Elimination Chamber, you didn't think that Styles, Owens, and Zayn could get it done. You had to add fucking Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler. I'm not saying that they're not great talent and they're not good at what they do. I'm saying it doesn't make any sense at this point why the fuck they were added so early. They had, Ziggler just came back. Yeah. No, and you're right. Ziggler won the championship, left it, never came back for it, doesn't, doesn't want it. He's still technically the champion rude was yeah. is just the interim champion if we were going to go technicalities. If, Yeah, if tech you're right yes so now absolutely. he leaves leaves title disrespects title comes back granted opportunity for world championship mm-hmm. baron corbin has been doing absolutely nothing has lost match lost match beats ty jillinger and now is in the contendership for the title meanwhile you have other guys that are sitting on the pine doing nothing that you could put in against these guys to actually have matches. This is the thing. If it's not against, it's if it's not for the title, no one's invested. You're right. Yeah. And I've said this numerous we, times. Yeah, this and is a conversation con- we've had before. I will continue to about say this secondary storyline. And over and over and over again. If you're not gonna invest in your talent and let the fans invest in your talent because if you're not invested as a company then what the fuck are the fans the fans can only do so much they can only shout 10 so many times (laughs) till you get it that this guy is over can
1: we please fucking do something with him which that before we keep going with that i'm glad you said that i'm here of course you are (laughs) i'm this, this is the one thing i heard made me laugh really hard that the wwe doesn't want people chanting 10 anymore because they don't like numbers? They don't like, um, I guess, the sheer fact of whenever there's a, a count out going on, there's a guy out, and everyone yells 10 when the ref is counting 1, 2, 3, whatever. They, that, the WWE doesn't like that because it takes away... like, Because it gives it an indie feel. I guess, because yes, it's, it's exactly. An, it's an indie it's feel. An indie, it's, yes. not, it's
0: not a mainstream. That's why it's you like can't the say, one, two, sweet.
1: sweet. Yeah. Or... Um, um, uh, this match is for one, one fall. fall it's an indie yeah. thing that, they, yes. that yeah.
0: has proven successful in the indies but now you're on a grander stage if people want to do it what the fuck so what are you going to do you're going to stifle this guy and have him come out as some fucking schmuck he's yeah. going to be Ty Dillinger he's the perfect 10 mm-hmm. you're chanting 10 you gave him the Royal Rumble last year at entry 10 and then this year that's well, and then this year too he, they had a plan for that he wasn't really coming out as 10 he was getting jumped well, yeah, but you have talent that needs a spotlight, that needs to be on TV to gain traction, to have any relevance whatsoever. Yeah, you have got like you have Zach Ryder not doing a fucking thing. Like Zach Ryder is a proven fan favorite. He's a proven come on when you actually let him and give him a meaningful storyline. Like you can't get your sink your teeth into a Mojo Riley Zach like. They broke up as a tag team. That could have went on for a month.
1: Yeah, and that's another guy, like you said. Raleigh, that, that, granted, he's not the most polished in the world. No, he's not. But he's still... He's raw, actually. He's, he's Yeah, he's very raw. But he, there's still talent there. You can see it. There are flashes of, you know what I mean, of a guy that's a lot of potential. There are so many guys like that on the SmackDown roster that they keep doing this to. And those three, right off the top of our heads... Are three that they're doing it no, to. No,
0: but it's pretty much everyone. I mean, you look at if you look at uh, the United States picture that's that's coming out now. I mean, last week you had was it last week you had Rusev against yeah Rude against Rude, and that was a match that I mean. Wasn't really split. It was heavily leaning towards Rusev. Everyone wanted Rusev to win. Everyone wants Rusev to win everything. Right at this point in time.
1: Yeah, because he's so over. Yeah, he's Absolutely. so over. So
0: yeah. I mean, what honestly? What what's their go-to? Oh, let's stifle him and just turn him into nothing.
1: Like let's. Well, but you know what? And and with that, like I'm I'm a big huge. I'm a big Rusev Day fan, and I'm a big. Um, Bobby Roode fan. Yeah, I, as well. Both are,
0: have really good gimmicks. Ruse, Rusev right now is absolutely on fire. But
1: right? I think it's a good decision not to give him the title because he's so over. He doesn't need the title to be over. But I think Bobby Roode needs the title but right he now needs more.
0: constant TV time to continue to be over. He oh, needs I agree. time yeah, slots, I he needs matches, he needs to be involved. Him and Aiden English too, because Aiden English needs that push. Just as much as Rusev, does. or more, he need yeah, absolutely. He needs it more. He needs that spotlight too. Yeah. There's plenty of guys that need that spotlight, but who they're designating it for is ridiculous. It's the same fucking people over and over again. Why the fuck is Randy Orton inserting himself into this U.S. title tournament, into this U.S. title picture? Why is Jinder Mahal inserting himself and like? Why is this the thing? Why is this Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton? There's so much more talent on there that needs. I would have rather seen Bobby Roode versus Kofi Kingston versus Rusev. Mm-hmm. That would have been. It's people that. Or Xavier or Big E. Xavier. Well, I honestly, I'm gonna continue to say I want Big E in the world title picture sooner rather than later. I want new people in these pictures sooner rather than later, and after WrestleMania is going to be no different. You're going to have the top dogs. Not to use that term <laughs> in any fucking other way than it should have been, but all the top guys are going to hold titles. Yeah, Nakamura wasn't even on TV this week. Nakamura is your number one contender for the fucking title. Either, either was Styles. Yeah.
1: Styles wasn't even on SmackDown. Styles this week. is your
0: fucking champion. Yeah, you, you had it on. This was the biggest garbage SmackDown out of all the garbage SmackDowns. Yeah, in a while. In a while, yeah. Like it, it goes to show you that
1: they just. They're not fully invested in their pro, in their show. Or, uh, or I mean, I don't know if it's the writers, if it's the production. I, I have no idea. But it's it's not it's not good it's right not good. now. It's not good right Funk now. TV. It's and your good. your ratings for SmackDown going down consistently for seven straight weeks. That's that's really bad. That's a that's a bad sign for SmackDown. You've got one guy
0: that's over on the whole show. You have and. I mean, Styles kind of, but he. Well, Styles is over. Even his pops are getting smaller and smaller and Mm -hmm. smaller. I mean, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see how. What's the fast lane? Is that there?
1: Yes. It's going to be
0: interesting to see how fast lane even plays out at this point. How the hell they're going to pull off a half decent pay per view.
1: Yeah. And when's fast lane? Fast lane is. Next month. Yeah. It's what, March? Uh. God. It's couple, two weeks after the elimination championship. So what's so. that, March seventh? March eighth, yeah, something th- like that. Somewhere yeah, around we'll there, go with that. whatever. March seventh or eighth. Sure. Somewhere uh, around there. Early March. Um, but, but yeah, no, you're right. It, it, it is. It's it's um it's infuriating as a fan of SmackDown and watching what they're doing and how it's going it, how it's going downhill quick. Um, because it was so it was so great when they finally they went live, and they, they got their own roster, and everything was split, and it's just, it, it's a long way from where it first started. So, hopefully, we see it build better. We see the road to WrestleMania um, make it better for that show, and even as sh- uh, whether it's the draft, whether it's a sh- superstar shakeup, uh, something needs to happen. Uh, creatively, if someone else has to take over, if I mean, Road Dog isn't getting the job done in the backstage area, if it's even him, do you know what I mean. mean? Here's Is the question:
0: re- How much can Triple H do for this company? How many shows can he take over? You're right. I mean, physically, how many can he do? Can he do them all and make them all legitimate?
1: Well, I know. I know. Apparently, he did the whole thing of him hiring certain people for NXT or or like. Um, the announcer that was on TNA that uh, yeah, left yeah. TNA Borash i think his name was yeah. was hired by WWE and Triple H is basically trying to get people in positions with to where creative he, mindset. to where he can he can go to the bigger shows and not necessarily have to be so hands on with NXT Well he's Why? got a Regal,
0: he's got Regal well, for and, NXT and,
1: and Shawn Michaels, he's Shawn got, Michaels is backstage as well there now. He's a regular He's, oh, he's a regular. He's a regular. He he is. He's not just a cameo guy anymore. No, he's backstage at NXT all the time. So you have two of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And characters also. And characters also in William Regal and Shawn Michaels running NXT right now, as far as production goes. So that's a pretty good pedigree, along with whoever else is back there, just for NXT. Yeah, and then you got 205 Live that just completely took a 180
0: on. Focusing back on what two hundred five Live is good at. And what
1: it started. Where it started.
0: Wrestling. Yeah. And that's uh, I mean, so what? You have a tournament. Everyone loves a tournament. Tournaments are awesome. Tournaments (laughs) are fucking an exact way to get to a championship or to get to a number one spot. Tournaments are a start and a finish.
1: Hence March Madness, why everyone loves I'm not a big college basketball fan, but come into February, early March. I'm glued to my TV watching a tournament because anything can happen. He's also a very
0: compulsive gambler. That's the only no. reason.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. It, a tournament, it's something about. It. It's why college football now has a playoff system and a, and a bracket and tournament because there's something about a tournament that is final. It's a, it gets a champion. It get, you know what I mean? It's just great. So when NXT or NXT when 205 live had done it it's a great gimmick it's something that can draw people in hey, then you got the, the nxt does it with the tag the yes, tournament for with the, the dusty the roads yes
0: and then i mean they got rid of the king of the ring they don't even do that anymore they should
1: do that for fucking smackdown there and and not only that at the end of king of the ring when it wasn't a pay-per-view anymore yes. they were doing on monday night raw yeah, yeah, yeah they would do it as a monday night raw which is fine do it as a, as a SmackDown. Well, th- you mean gonna the do Slammies? For, the Slammies
0: are another thing. If you're going to do something for TV, and I I don't know if I'm on the record of saying this, but I think it's a fucking brilliant idea, bring in a television title. A TV title. And here's I think you, how you are on
1: the record of saying that. but go It ahead. doesn't
0: matter. Well, I'm going to elaborate even more now because I thought about it even more. Well, here's the thing with a TV title TV title doesn't go to pay per views, television title is only for. Raw and SmackDown.
1: Hence the name. TV title. Exactly. But here's
0: the thing. Here's how you make it better and different than it was back in the day. Because it it was a great title back in the day. Mm-hmm. To bring it back into relevance, you make it an interbrand championship title. So, say you have a tournament that goes SmackDown. You can, you can make it just like the Mixed Match Challenge. You have us not in the setup, in the format, on yes. Facebook. Yep. But you have a tournament. You have SmackDown guys and you have Raw guys. And you have a winner.
1: You could you Whoever could build the, that into like the like winner you're saying. is
0: is interchangeable. The winner goes to SmackDown one week, mm-hmm. to Raw the next week, and he continues. Your uh, here's the thing: why this is going to make this great for TV. There's always going to be a title defense every week. It yes. doesn't well, at least on one show. He doesn't have to do it back to back Monday and Tuesday because that'll be absolutely one that'll hammer price of travel to the. Whoever the
1: the wear and tear on their body the alone, the wear and
0: tear on the on the performer and the wrestler. Yeah, it's a great way to drum up interest, and it's a great way to if you're going to focus on feuds for just titles alone. Well, then you make this a feud for a title. Now here's you an easy one, the the fucking the final match for the TV title would be Rusev
1: versus Elias. That's and excellent. that can go either way. Well, and you know what? With that, I was gonna, I was adding it as you were saying it. Of I course. thought it was a good ending. Yeah, is all right. So you have this tournament. You have all Raw guys in one tournament, all SmackDown guys in another. Yeah. Okay. So you have a bracket, maybe of sixteen guys, eight on one side, eight on the other. You can even do more, but you have all you that to, equal. We'll but you have all that equaling out. You have one one winner at the end for each show. At that show, then you can do a best two out of three series. You know what I mean? That way, you're not just wrestling one match, and only one show gets the championship match. You know what I mean? You could go back and forth. You could do maybe, that. And maybe, oh wait, oh wait, hold on, hold on, one more second. Right. And then, if you did it in, say, you did it in October, you let it all the way up, and then on Survivor Series, you had. No, oh, you can't because you're doing television. That's it's, right. It's because I'm it trying to even it TV out. That's why and I'm it culminates,
0: saying that. Well, here's the thing. Here's how it evens out in the end. You have a winner. Now he's a cross-brand guy. That can that can change hands at any time on Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So you have Rusev go over. He's your new television champion. A month down the line after he's defended it four times, he finds himself on Raw mm-hmm. going against Finn Balor. Uh-oh, Finn Balor wins on TV. Yeah. Now Finn Balor goes back and forth from... Raw to SmackDown. Now you're getting Finn Balor on Raw and SmackDown. Now you're getting Finn Balor on SmackDown. You need people to watch. And then Rusev goes back to SmackDown. There, once you lose, you go back to whatever whatever, whatever brand, brand drafted new, yes. you.
1: Yeah. Well, and now that unless it, you
0: have a superstar shakeup, and then you go to whatever brand drafts you this time.
1: Yeah, but with that, that's also a good thing of um, just promotion as far as. Like me looking at oh SmackDown's coming, but you know what? There every now I don't know those stars. Oh, but you know what? There could be a chance the TV title could be on the line. I'm gonna you buy can, it just you, in case. You, you can know announce I mean? like it, it it's ahead of that. time too. You can have and you find number one contenders through
0: inter feuds on the show. You'll have Woods go against Ty Dillinger, and that's a feud, but that's gonna be that's gonna be your number one contendership for whenever the TV champion comes over. Mm-hmm. So every time you now you have a week to week matchup where you're highlighting. Two mid card guys to upper mid card guys, like it it, it works on so many different levels. And now you've added another title that actually means something. And then you still got the Intercontinental, you got the US, and then you still have those feuds for those titles. You have so many. You you've just started so many feuds and so many new guys. Fuck. You come over to SmackDown. Balor versus Jinder Mahal. I mean, fucking. I personally don't care for Jinder Mahal, but if he holds your TV championship, he could go cross brand. I mean it, it works in so many ways. If someone out there is listening who can get this to someone who knows anything, please do because this idea I feel is fucking great. You start with the, another tournament. you've just you've just done something meaningful for both brands and you've just and this is something that that I feel like won't get old. you're right.
1: Yeah, it can never get stale because you, of the unless options. You, unless
0: you keep that title on someone for a while, but you got to figure you're gonna get dream matches against not. Well, I hate to use the word dream matches, but you're gonna get matches against guys that you're not gonna see all the time. Yeah, like you get, you get, you you could eventually get to a Finn, AJ. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those wouldn't be the guys that I would start with the title. I would start with someone completely out of the ordinary. I would start with either Elias or Rusev, the two most over guys in the company. Or imagine you give it to fucking Strowman, and Strowman <laughs> has to go back yeah. to back.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I think it's a great concept. I completely agree. We have said this before. But I've never even, even off air. I've never went into that much detail. Yeah. I've no, you haven't. You just I said about, about a TV it a lot title. More, yeah.
0: And I want I, like, it's. It comes. As, I don't. I don't know if I'm the only one that has this idea. I. I know I've said it on Twitter and I've said it on the show. But I mean, it's just things like that that are going to help your company. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what? You add another title. You pretty much need one anyway to actually have a meaningful feud. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. now you got guys sitting in the back, but now you have guys that you can actually bring into the spotlight. You can have the the Mojo rallies. You can have the Zack Riders. You can have Zack Ryder win the TV
1: championship. Yeah, what does that hurt? No, you know I mean it, it, it doesn't. Just... Now you
0: just have them go over to to RAW, and you can have another guy. It, it just works. Yeah, and you're there's right. There's always going to be a championship match on one of the two shows. When you have maybe an off night, you have that one championship match that could be a hell of a match, just for that one show to help. Yeah, no. Like I, I, if you would have had a TV championship match instead of fucking a, a botched U.S. Open mm-hmm. uh, interference in the first three minutes of the show you have two number one contendership matches that you already knew the answer to before they even started and then you have a women's match that was garbage Mm -hmm. you now you have this one match that could actually save this fucking show (laughs) this this match could have been a 20 minute long match for the tv title they could have went on for 20 minutes it could and it could have been anyone yeah you're right two guys that can go it's say you just saved your show there at least there was that one match that made it worth watching. That turned it from you still have d-
1: someone talking about your show. You still ha- you turned it a D
0: into a C plus, mm-hmm. maybe a B, depending on who the two. Go that's with. a big jump. Yeah, it's a big jump. It's just it's just shit like that. That why they don't do it is beyond me.
1: Yeah, it, it's just uh, I don't I don't know if you want to say arrogance or stubbornness or what. But, um, it's something that Ring of Honor does, so it's 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 something that they <laughs> want to do. It's an indie thing. It's yeah. an indie
0: thing. That's why you'll never see six man championship belts. That's why that's why you'll never hear a ten count or a, a two sweet. They'll black. They'll end up doing everything because they can't. The thing is that they are the same. They yeah. wait for something to catch on and then they jump all over it and then monopolize it.
1: Yeah. No, oh, absolutely. So hence here. the cease and desist on the. Uh, too that, sweet hand That, that could hand be a work. Gesture.
0: I'm still not convinced that that was WWE. The freaking Young Bucks and the, the Elite guys, they're so ingenious that, that could this could all still be a work. You think? Yeah, absolutely. Because everyone else still does it. There's still guys that still do the too sweet. They just do it to them because they know that they can't do it.
1: Uh, yeah, you're right. No, I mean, it right. could all be a work. Those guys are so freaking smart. But I can see it being a spiteful thing that Vince would do as well. Um. I don't, I I could see it, but maybe
0: 10, 15 years ago, not right now when he's got, I mean, if anything, I I can't see why he would do it. I don't see a good reason why. It just brings more eyes to his product. Yeah, you're right. Because it's a, it's a thing that they've done that you've seen done, you're seeing done by Gallows, Anderson, Styles, Balor. Yeah. If anything, it links them together and it brings popularity back to those guys because they're doing it. Oh, these guys are doing it. There Maybe there's there's intrigue that these guys are going to all reunite one day. Yeah. There's stuff like that. But I could be completely wrong, and you could be right that Vince did put an end to it, and I think that would be completely petty and stupid.
1: Yeah. It's man, not taking yeah. eyes off
0: of your brand. Not at all. It's not actually helping reverse promote it.
1: Yeah, you're right. It absolutely is. So... <clears throat> you're running out of breath yet <laughs> no i mean you're you're the one talking more than i was i'm losing my voice i, I could i could you sound I'm a getting little horse, horse. i'm <laughs> getting the horse of course uh i mean we we covered a whole lot uh and and not only that got a got a little steam off <laughs> get, get a little of that uh the heat we had underneath yeah underneath we, our collar we missed two we missed a week and it
0: really pissed us off and then we kept having tactical difficulties with with Whatever with the equipment that we're using, so it was really frustrating, and we took it out on Vince McMahon. <laughs> I wonder if he could handle it. Us taking out all of our our passion and our heat, our Philadelphia freedom, <laughs> we just unleashed on Vince
1: McMahon. I don't know. I enjoyed the hell out of it, though. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. It was a well put together rant. <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't even remember what the hell I said. All I know is that the TV title tournament should happen sooner rather than later. Triple H, if you can hear this, if someone gets this to your ear holes, listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. You want to give us a job, too, in the interim? I mean, I'll take it. I won't settle for anything less than 85 a year, though. <laughs> so, should we just wrap it up until next time? I think that's a good point. Or a good plan? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well... Until our next
1: rendezvous with you. Ha ha ha. It is the Supreme Dream and I am the Irish Nightmare. Thank you everyone for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at 215wrestling and on Facebook 215wrestling. And um, we hope to uh, speak to you soon. Later, sucker.